The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence. It's lovely to have you here. I hope you're having an awesome day. Actually, I hope you're having an awesome week. Far more than just an awesome day. I hope you're having a fabulous time in your life right now. Now, the fact that you have hit play on this particular episode tells me that you would like a foolproof way to prepare for presentations and prepare for presentations that rock. This particular framework um, I have been using probably unconsciously now for the best part of 20 years. And it was about a year ago that a colleague said to me, um, I need, I, I've got a bit of speaker's block. I need to prepare for a presentation and I'm not quite sure how to do it. Can you help? And I'm like, sure. And so I just brought into conscious competence the process that I go through when I'm preparing a presentation. And I think it's been a while since I've shared it here on the podcast. So I wanted to share it again, or maybe for the first time, I don't know, I lose track. Because one of the things that I know for sure about preparing presentations is that one, they're easier than you think they are. Two, we all experience the equivalent of writer's block for speakers insofar as like we look at that blank page or that blank PowerPoint deck and say, where do we start? And because we're human beings, we procrastinate, we leave it to the last minute and then all of a sudden we're just vomiting all of the things onto our audience and cramming way too much information into too short a space of time. So what I want to do today is share with you my five-step process to preparing and therefore delivering a presentation that absolutely rocks. The first thing that I want to explain before I even get into the five steps is I want to address what I suspect you do. When you think you're about to prepare for a presentation, most people I know, oh, there's a song there, most people, no, I'm not going to sing, most people I know will open up their deck software, whether it's PowerPoint, Canva, Keynote, Google Slides, whatever. That's where they start. Don't, don't, don't start there. When you start with your deck, then you get taken down an unconscious path of bullet points and title slides and section breaks. And invariably you create way too many slides because you're dumping all of your thoughts into the slides and then bullet pointing them. And then you suddenly realize that for a 10-minute presentation, you've got 55 slides and you're never going to get through them all, ever. And trust me, that's not a presentation that rocks. That's a presentation that sinks. 
like a rock to the bottom of the ocean. So don't open up your slide deck program first, okay? First step, your first step of five is get present to the who, what, where, why, and how of your presentation. So the who, who is your audience? What are they expecting? What do they want? What's in it for them? Why are they listening to you? What is it that you want to get across? What's your key message? What do you want to move them from and to? Like where where is your audience at? What are the logistics? Are you on a big stage? Is it a small intimate gathering? Is it a boardroom presentation or is it an audience of 2,000? All of these what's will inform the nature of your presentation and what you're going to deliver. Where are you going to be physically? Where is your audience going to be physically? Is it before lunch? Is it after lunch? Is it immediately before the drinks session? You know, all of these things. Get Just get really present to all of that information. Who, what, where, why, and how. The how is also... How are you going to be positioned? Are you on a big stage? Are you going to be wearing a headset mic? Are you going to have a lapel mic? Or are you going to be stranded behind a lectern? Are you standing in a boardroom that is small, that is tiny, that is compressed? Like just get present to all of that. Don't get caught up if you don't know all the details. Just make some notes. But do all of this on a blank piece of paper with a pen or a pencil. Sharpies are my personal favorite, like literally Sharpie markers are my personal favorite for sketching out all of this information. And if you don't know where to find blank paper, if you're in an office, go read the photocopier. Go read the photocopier. Just stay away from the computer. Stay away from a slide deck. Stay away from all previous written notes and just get present to the who, to the what, to the where, to the why, and to the how. Then the second part, the second part is to then think about your presentation, knowing all of that stuff, knowing the who, the what, the where, the why, the when, and the how, knowing all of that, then design the chunks of your presentation according to my structures for impact. Now, we spend quite a bit of time on structures for impact in the Impactful Presenters program, but at a really top level, it's the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yep, beginning, middle, and end. So in the beginning, you want to do your introduction, your overview, what we're talking about. In the middle, you want to deliver your three key messages or less than three key messages, no more than three, three key messages. And then in the end, you want to deliver a powerful close and a call to action. What do you want people to do next? You have still not opened up a PowerPoint or a deck program. This is still on paper. Ideally, you're actually using post-it notes. You're just kind of mapping things around and you could be storyboarding this. But just map out the beginning, the middle and the end of your presentation. Then review that. Can you deliver all of that in the allocated time? Do you need to strip out one of the messages? Do you need to crop for impact? 
as per the topic of last week's podcast episode. Just get really clear on that beginning, the middle and the end. Then step three and only at this point can you start thinking about the visuals. Can you start thinking about the deck that you might need to support what you're saying? Now, I can't emphasize this enough. Your deck should complement what you're saying, not deliver what you're saying. Your deck engages people's need for visual entertainment. Most of us have been raised in a TV generation. And so while we're listening to someone speak, we like to see pictures. That's the purpose of your deck. If your deck has got bullet points of the content, why are you speaking? If your deck is delivering your message, your audience is going to tune out from you and read your deck. So once you're clear on your beginning, your middle and your end, once you're clear on your key messages, ask yourself what visuals will support, how can your deck support and complement your presentation rather than deliver it. Step four is then write out your speaker's notes to complement your deck outside of your deck program. You're seeing a theme here. The deck program is actually such a small part of your of your presentation. You want your speaker's notes out of your deck program because, again, that will keep you authentic, it will keep you connected to your audience, and it keeps you honest in terms of delivering your key messages as distinct to running off the deck. Again, your deck is designed to support what you're saying, not you supporting the deck. And then step number five is review it all and where can you crop? Where can you simplify? Where can you take stuff out? Where can you repeat a message rather than add another message in? In other words, how do you finesse? How do you, how do you finesse your message? How do you finesse your presentation so that it rocks? Now, I use this framework every single time I speak, every single time I speak. The last thing I do in preparing a presentation is pull out my deck software. The absolute last thing I do because I'm just the same as you. As soon as I start playing around in the deck program, if I'm if I'm still creating my messaging with the deck program open, then I start to do power, I start to do bullet points. I start to type in my message because I'm thinking through what I want to say and that's coming out through my fingers in the slides. You want to do all of that thinking on a blank piece of paper or blank pieces of paper before you then create a highly visual and highly complementary deck. There's so much I want to say, but these are short episodes. So let me just reiterate, reiterate that process. Get clear on your who, your what, the where, the why, the how. That's it. The who, the what, the where, the why, the how. Second step, Understand what your key messages are. There's only going to be three. There is only going to be three key messages. Then structure your presentation. What's in the beginning? What's in the middle? What's in the end? Once you've got all of those pieces lined up in your mind on your pieces of paper, then you can develop a deck that complements your message. And then 
You can develop your speaker's notes, post-it notes ideally, using the frame your thinking method, which you will find more about on episode, or in, I should say, episode 74. And if you search in the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group for post-it notes, you'll see all sorts of visuals about how we use that. Huh. Speaking of the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group, yes, that is the companion group to this podcast. So if you've got questions about this five-step process, if you would like me to help you with a presentation that you're preparing for, then head over to the Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson Facebook group. Join and ask me a question. Ask me a question. Or have a look at the past videos. Have a look at the other tips that are in there. There is loads of information in that group that will help ensure that your next presentation rocks, absolutely rocks. So that's it. That's the five-step process to preparing a presentation that rocks rather than bores. I hope that has been useful and I would love to hear how that process works for you. I'd love to hear it. So again, let me know. Whatever platform you're listening on, leave me a comment or review or best still, Go and join that Facebook group and let me know how this process works. I hope you're having a fabulous day, as I said before, and I hope this framework is useful for you. I look forward to seeing you next week for another episode of Speaking with Confidence. And in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. And I'll see you really soon. Bye. Bye.